Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Board Game Barbarians. I'm your host, Andrew, and with me, as always, is, is my Board Game Barbarian brother, Justin. Uh, I was trying to think of, like, a barbarian thing to say, and I was like, well, just go, go like, yarg, and I was like, no, like that's pirate. pirate. So, um, <laughs> uh, you know, yarg. Yarg. <laughs> Like really what do barbarians wouldn't... yell? I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that. Yeah. That. Pretend I said that. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, well, always uh, go check out Justin with Retro Warriors. It is his home show where he comes from. So I feel like I'm where, I'm where I come from. <laughs> I feel like I'm at home here. Yeah. This is my home uh, away from home. Check out my other show, Cinema Rogues, where we talk about theater movie things listen don't get too excited about plugging your show because you don't you don't want to come across as over eager oh okay like <laughs> and go check out talking wizards you don't want people to think you're excited about it right because then they won't do it really yeah I you want to say it like, more like eeyore go check out talking wizards <laughs> oh bear oh boy <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, what you been up to in the last month? Oh, man, uh, so many, <laughs> so many things that yeah. I'm not going to get into. Uh, as far as, like, tabletop gaming stuff, not, not a lot, really. Um, not, not much of any outside of our board game day, as, yeah. as usual. Um, I, I've been Same. kind of, kind of thinking about, uh, doing, getting back into the magic magic the gathering i mean not buying the new stuff because i've spent enough money on that game for one lifetime um but you know maybe getting some uh more games in it's something about like the spring and the fall i feel this like urge of like well i gotta play magic like i don't i don't know why that that's i don't know but yeah i don't i don't have that thankfully so uh because if i did i would spend too much money on that all the time and i think my wife would leave me if well, I, uh, it all the magic cards. It helps that I specifically play formats in which buying a pack of cards is a really dramatically stupid and useless idea. So like that yeah. that helps some, you know. Uh uh cuz like I play commander and it's like, well don't buy a fucking pack of cards if you play commander. You just they, buy they, all the cards individually. You, yeah, you might as well just throw it in the trash if you can fucking do that. There's no point. Um but yeah, it's I've it's that said, I've spent a lot of money even on my commander decks. It's I mean, hundreds of dollars. Hundreds yep. of doll hairs. Yep, I couldn't. I couldn't do that myself. Um, I spend hundreds of dollars instead on uh, Batman board games. That's what great. I do. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, yeah, same. I haven't really been doing anything other than what we did on our board game day. I did play. I think I played some Unmatched with my wife at some point. Mm-hmm. In before now, in the before now time, in the, be- in the before times. Um, but other than <laughs> other than playing a couple games of Unmatched with her, I don't think we've really done anything either. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess that'll bring us to. I did want to talk about. We did play the new, well, new, newish, uh, Beowulf versus little red riding hood unmatched oh, yeah, yeah we uh yeah i, I guess because really um the other stuff we played is going to be our main topic so yeah we should talk yeah. about uh that um i like that i like unmatched as a thing that i don't spend any money on and you buy all of it um yeah. i think that's my uh, uh, that, that's key to my enjoyment of it you like free it's, unmatched it's, yeah. 
everyone else that plays free unmatched also enjoys it so it's a, it's a fun game I, I i like it quite a bit it's just a fun quick easy two-player head-to-head kind of thing what did you think of uh uh red red riding hood versus beowulf well i lost both times yeah pretty uh, dramatically yeah so it was not <laughs> and we trade we should we should mention that we both yeah. played both characters it wasn't so you know because we we played one round and you were like man beowulf is way overpowered and then i was like well trade me and i'll play little red riding hood and then and then i got really crappy draws yeah and and you figured out little red riding hood way quicker than i did yeah well i think i i I had the 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 foresight of seeing you play her and knowing what not to do right which was fumble with your (laughs) deck and and not there was no synergy with yeah with her yeah. anyway but uh, it did was... really it did really turn into um a slug fest that that second At match because what i've what what has i've never had it happen with unmatched it's usually pretty snappy it's usually yeah. like all right you get through it's pretty clear someone's gonna win and then they win this was just like a, a big a lot of back and forth which is uncommon in my unmatched experience yeah oh yeah i did play with my wife because i played uh the deadpool i got deadpool for unmatched oh yeah i did i think you had that last time we recorded but you hadn't played it yet yeah how so was I have that played it now um he is surprised i thought he was gonna be like overpowered mm-hmm. but he is uh my wife won mm-hmm. like i lot i think now, I does got he come down. in a box by himself i thought all the unmatched were like boxes of two characters yeah he comes in a box by himself just like the bruce lee okay okay box came man bruce lee's fun i love bruce lee he's <laughs> yeah. he's fun i figured the next time we play it probably be deadpool versus bruce bruce lee because you always choose bruce yeah. Well, I mean, if you give me a choice and Bruce Lee is one of them, I'm not going to not choose Bruce Lee. Like what what right. what what planet do you think we're on? It's I mean, <laughs> I mean, he so Deadpool gains health uh, throughout the game pretty easily, but it's not enough to where it's like it feels cheap or overpowered. It, maybe it's kind of one of those things where like he accrues it over time. So you have to keep pressure on him kind of thing. Otherwise, he will kind of zoom away yeah. on the health thing. OK. And you have to do like you have to do like silly things to gain the health. So you're supposed to like yell something out loud on oh, one of I the see. cards. I see. I did I did like the Deadpool cards are all different. There's not repeats. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. Because so every other deck cards. there's three of like every card. Right. Yeah. And his are they from what I looked or what I saw they were all individual cards. Is is it bad that like I like that they did that and made him different, but because he's so different, it kind of bothers me that he's so different from every other, every other character in the game. Yeah, a little bit. I feel the same <laughs> way. Like, am, am I the asshole for like feeling that? You know? No, I, I kind of felt the same way. I was like, why didn't they do everybody this like do everybody with individual cards? Yeah. And, like and I like I like the idea of them making it more specific to each character, and it seems like they if they're going to do that with him, why not do it with other characters? Well, they've got more Marvel characters coming, so maybe the new Marvel characters will all will all have individual cards. So maybe, although I I feel I I kind of lament the addition of Marvel characters to Unmatched, um, because what I like about Unmatched is they pick really interesting characters for the most part. You know, like characters like yeah. Beowulf and Little Red Riding Hood, like characters from mythology and, and folklore kind of stuff. Like I mean, I know they had like the Jurassic Park uh, pack and and you know uh, stuff like they that, but like a, Bigfoot and, and Bruce Lee. And yeah, it's because I feel like fucking everything is like Marvel. These you know these like yeah. it, Marvel superheroes are so they're in everything so much that I'm like, eh, they don't really like. I don't care. 
I mean, I'm more I, excited I f- by like Beowulf and Bruce Lee and Bigfoot and Robin Hood. I feel Hood like it's and- like slightly different just because they're Marvel characters that are not like not in like the main <clears throat> movies or anything like that. It's like Daredevil and Ghost yeah. Rider and Well, I'm Ghost Rider had two movies and Deadpool had two movies and uh Daredevil had two seasons of a whole TV show and the yeah. follow-up TV show, so but I'm saying he's not like in the main Marvel like Avengers universe. Right. No, like, I mean, yeah, I, I guess that's something. I assume they probably couldn't afford fucking Captain America or whatever. So it was probably it's probably yeah. too expensive. They're like, no, no, no. We have like Ghost Rider money to spend on this, not not Iron Man money. So maybe just tone it down. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to I will say that I was kind of disappointed. I forgot that there was a second side to the map. Oh, yeah, we'd never flip the board over. We never flipped the board over. <laughs> never even occurred to either one of us to do it either. Yeah. 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 Uh, so there is a second side of the map that we didn't get to play. But other than that, the, the map that we did play was good. Yeah. Um, well, cool. I guess we'll get into some news. Yes. Um, I did want to mention Gloomhaven is still number one on BGG. <laughs> Not really news, but I just thought it was weird that it's still like holding strong for like over i'll tell you this man it's gonna stay there until frosthaven comes out and then frosthaven's gonna usurp it and then it's gonna stay there for years and i I don't even you think frosthaven's gonna take it oh yeah oh yeah i I think frosthaven is a more compelling looking like visually is is more compelling to me anyway maybe it's just me maybe maybe i'm just like maybe i have no fucking idea i mean i like Um, snow stuff and viking things so yeah i I feel like gloomhaven didn't have and again, we have limited experience with Gloomhaven, we should say. Right. I feel like it didn't have a ton of visual identity. You know what I mean? It just felt kind of like, well, you know, sort of standard fantasy, but like a little da- little dark looking. Everything's a little, and you're like, okay, well, that's, right. that's fine. Yeah. You know, of all the great things that game did, and it did a lot of great things, that was the one part that I was like, eh, I don't love, I don't love it, the aesthetics of it. I don't, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of felt the same way. Frosthaven looked cool. But that's also because it's all frosty. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Viking y. Isn't it Viking y? Viking- not really. I don't think it's. Oh, is it Viking-y. not? Oh, well, that makes me frosty. sad then. So. Um, I've never played a Sever- Seven Wonders game, but there is a new Architects. Seven Wonders Architects was announced. Yes. Yes. Uh, now, is that an I, expansion or a separate game? Because I know they have I, um, a I couple different. It's a standalone. Okay. Okay. I also saw um, there's a new War of the Ring expansion, Fate of Erebor, coming out. Uh, which Ooh. is very exciting to me. I don't own War of the Ring yet, but one day I hope to. So, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I like to dream that one day I might own War of the Ring and I might play it with Andrew. <laughs> also, you mentioned this one to me and I looked it up. Um, uh, Keyforge uh, yeah. had to, it it broke. They, they Their had to, deck building algorithm broke. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's an unforeseen complication that has caused them to to have to temporarily stop and rebuild then this is I'm, I'm taking this from a quote from their announcement um the deck building algorithm for keyforge is broken and needs to be rebuilt from the ground up and they say the game will be on hi- hiatus for a while uh so this is this is not like a oh we had a factory goof and it set us behind schedule this yeah. is like the the key conceit of our game which is algorithmically randomly generated unique decks is fully broken and we have to redo it entirely 
Uh, so that's that's uh, a pretty major blow to a card game that seems to be doing pretty well. People like Keyforge is still around. They're still coming out with new stuff. You know, FFG yeah. hasn't. Well, we're coming out with new stuff. Yeah. FFG hasn't dropped it like fucking every other thing that they have ever made. Yeah. <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, so that's, that's uh, pretty unfortunate to hear. Although secretly I kind of hope and this is just like the the doom and gloom in me, I guess. I kind of hope that it's sort of like tanks and then all the all the decks become real cheap and I can buy like a shitload of Keyforge really cheap, you know? Yeah. Like, like in my head, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, mm, yes, I'm waiting for the clearance bin. Well, the opposite may happen where it takes a while for the new decks to come out and then all the old decks become like super expensive. Well, the thing about Keyforge is that um, they're really, like there is an, a secondary market for decks. Um but not it's not like magic you know what i mean right. um and, and them all being random means that there's in all likelihood you'll open like a, a a top level deck just randomly for retail out of a fucking pack you know like it could legitimately happen so yeah anyway. yeah i don't know how i i guess i didn't really understand how the keyforge uh system works oh let me explain so they have an algorithm it's broken now but they had an algorithm um <laughs> and it would it generated random decks and you could not add or remove cards from your deck it had its own unique card back to ensure that you don't obviously you could put sleeves on them and, and cheat and do it that way so people play these sealed keyforge tournaments where you show up you open a deck and that's your deck for the tournament yeah. and there's what they call a chain system that imposes a handicap um, based on wins so if you're playing a deck that just is literally better than the other person's deck because these are made by algorithm randomly um, then you can sort of uh, balance that and it's built within the game so that if we're playing two very disparate decks power level wise we can balance that out and still have a good game mm. um, and and what's what I love about it is it means there's there's no secondary market for individual cards because you can't add or remove cards to a deck. So why would you go buy a single? And why right. would there's, and, you know, and the only random pack to buy is a whole new deck that's fully functional out of the gate. And there's no deck building involved. It's just like, here's my deck. I got it. Um, <laughs> obviously, the downside is you might open a deck that you don't like and then you got to go buy more decks. You know, that's how they get you. You know, there's that's right. that's that's where the juice is, right? That's, they want you to buy more decks. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked it just as like a casual like uh, a casual card game of like, hey, I want to play this card game because I, I get it sometimes when people are like, hey, I want to play Magic. How do I get into it? And I'm like, okay, well, hold on. First, I need to explain to you rotating and non-rotating formats, and we need to deduce which one you think is most attractive to you. Keyforge, I'm like, do you have $9? Cool, you can play Keyforge at the tournament level. Well, welcome to Keyforge, yeah. <laughs> just, which is nice. You know, it's just real nice. It sounds nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I keep I keep um in my head meaning to bring my Keyforge decks and show you how to play because it's a really fun game, um and I just don't. <laughs> I'd be interested <laughs> to play it. Yeah, yeah. I have um three or four decks. I'll, I'll I'll bring them next board game day and we can play some and and maybe pick some up there. It's nine bucks a deck, so it's you know it's it's not like you're spending much. Nice. Well, I guess we'll get into <laughs> one of our topics for the day, which is the Batman Gotham City Chronicles versus <laughs> mode. Oh man. Uh, so I was like, hey, what are we doing on board game day? And you're like, oh, well, I want to do Batman Gotham City Chronicles, a game we, we've we've talked about at length. And you're like, I want to do the versus mode. And I could tell you were pretty excited for it. I was I just wanted to like I, I, I you know, spot spend a bunch of money on this game 
and do, do you still... mind if i ask exactly precisely how much money you spent on Gotham city chronicles i spent three hundred dollars you know what that's not as bad as i thought um but for it's as much still a bunch of money it's still oh yeah like i mean yeah no don't get me wrong that's a, a shitload of money system. yeah that, that's a nintendo <laughs> like, switch right? right but uh still i in in my I, in my head i thought it was like 500 dollars, and i was like oh, oh no. man poor Andrew. i don't think i don't think i could spend that much money on a board game yeah I yet mean, don't think you spend that much money on board game yet <laughs> <laughs> let's not make any grand claims <laughs> um but uh, you know i spent all this money on this board game and I still have two expansions that I haven't touched. Like I've yeah. opened them and looked at them and been like, oh, look at the cool T-Rex. Right. Um, but other than that, like, and then I've got this versus mode that I haven't tried. So I was like, well, let's kick into the versus mode and see how that, that works. Mm-hmm. So I brought it to board game day. <laughs> now we should say to, for people that maybe didn't listen to our Batman Gotham City Chronicles episode, um, I found it strictly inferior to Monolith's other game in this same system, Conan. Um, I think I, I wouldn't. I don't think that I ever disliked it, but having played it after Conan, it felt strictly inferior to me for a litany of reasons that we can go through whenever it comes up. But I feel like you kind of uh, enjoyed it more, got more enjoyment out of it, more playtime out of it than than I think I was willing to. Yeah, I've so got to kind of give a basis of like where we were on the game before we went into this versus mode. Yeah, I think you you like Batman or you have an issue with Batman the same way that you would have an issue with a movie that you watch after reading the book. Yeah, I mean, I could see. I mean, well, I guess we can get into it now. Um, my, my issue with and we were hoping this would fix it. Right. My right. issue with Batman compared to Conan. Again, they are very much the same system. Um, is that the scenarios in Batman are just real boring. And, They're not you know, crunchy enough for you. Well, in, in Conan, I feel like like you and I can sit here and, and, and wax nostalgic about some of the Conan scenarios because we remember them. We remember how cool they were and the cool stuff you did. It was like yeah. climbing towers and jumping between uh, uh, battleships and throwing axes at dudes. Smashing through walls. and I could not tell you the storyline to a single scenario in any of the Batman games. And, and I mean, could you? Can you really sit down and be like, oh, yes, this one storyline? Yeah, the I can kind of remember like some of them. Like there's maybe one where a couple it's like, vaguely where it's like the Joker has captured some people and the and they and he's got them like hovering over an acid. See, that's uh, cool. I like that. But I, but they're all kind of like the same. They're all very samey. Yeah, like they the all scenario. end up being the same thing. You need to go in and get between two and five things and interact with them in a way to end the scenario, basically. Right. Um, and my other issue with Batman is that it just, and I said this on the episode, is that it just feels less lethal than Conan is like, people are just fucking dying. Like, you right. start the game, it's like people are just straight up murdered instantaneously. And I think that's just a tonal difference, which which I think I don't think it's better or worse in in either way. You know, I think it's just which one do you prefer? Because I mean, Batman can knock out the enemies, but you can't kill Batman. You can't knock him right. out. Right. Like but, he just passes out for a minute and then comes back. Yeah. Um. So I I feel like it, it's that one two punch of the scenarios. And and I mean, granted, Conan doesn't have a lot of scenarios. The base game is like nine scenarios. Yeah. But they're all real good ones. I feel like Batman had just kind of went the other direction of like, hey, we've got a shitload of scenarios, but they're all just kind of like, oh, find the four MacGuffins, you know. Yeah. 
Um, so just kind of put in into words where we were on this game. And we, you, I think you were kind of hoping that this would fix things because my hope, what I thought when you said Batman versus mode me, I thought it was going to be like a miniature skirmish game. Like, all right, we got a point buy system. We buy uh, miniatures. They're worth this many points. We build our little little band of heroes or villains, and then right. we get to take turns placing them on the board miniatures game style. That's what I just assumed it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I kind of assumed the same thing whenever I was looking at the rule book because the mm-hmm. rule book has like this general and private and like it's got this yeah you know, like a ranking symbol, system yeah ranking system so i was like oh cool so you get to like choose the ranked characters and the it, it didn't really turn out that way i know that like i watched a video from before the game came out um of one of the designers showing off the versus mode yeah and the person that he was with jokingly was like or you could just put your own scenarios together and like have them battle each other. And he yeah. was like, "Yeah, sure." Well, the 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 problem is uh, the way miniatures games work. For people that don't play miniatures, and this isn't all miniatures games, and we aren't experts on miniatures games, but normally they have some kind of system in place for putting the miniatures on the board. Because obviously, right. yeah, we might have equal teams points wise. But if I put all my models in the middle of the board and you put all your models surrounding my models, then I'm at a distinct disadvantage, right? So theoretically, usually what they do is they have a system where you randomly determine who goes first and then you take turns placing individual models or or groups on the board so you can kind of react to one another in real time. Um, this just has the same fucking scenarios. You know, we should have tried that. We should have just tried... <laughs> Placing kind of, models on the board and like yeah, I, I mean we could have. I, I think so. Which, but you know. we were trying to stay for this show. We were right. trying to stay true to what the rules were. Right. And the first one we played was kind of like that, where it was just all out brawl between two sides. Like there right. was no. It's the only scenario that I've seen that where it's just like you're going to beat each other up and whoever wins yeah. wins. Well, I do want to say um, in that scenario, the winner was determined by how many entire groups. Um, so so on your your um, little playing space, you'll have a card that represents multiple miniatures on the field. So this is like this is this unit and it's like these four guys on the battlefield. Um, and when all the guys in that unit are killed, their card flips over and that unit is now eliminated. Um, and the winner is determined by who has the, the least Most eliminated elim- units. Yeah. Um, but my problem with that is that that means that the smartest thing for me to do is to just go kill all your weak guys. And it doesn't right. necessarily lead to a blow for blow villain versus Batman you know fight which i think is kind of what we wanted which is what we ended up doing anyway because we were just like well fuck whoever has the most things we're just gonna <laughs> like beat the shit out of each other i mean the problem because we thought it was going to fix the problem of death which is yes. in this version batman can be taken out of the game right um and so we thought in 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 the first mode he was 100 percent instantly taken out of the game with a a one shot yeah um but that was the other problem that i had is that batman i played two different batmans there there are four four or five uh and i played two different ones and they both were significantly or they felt significantly underpowered compared to bane which is who you were playing yeah i played bane both scenarios first scenario i played bane and talon second scenario i played bane and clayface 
Yeah. And the heroes just felt both the hero, both the actual superheroes, and like the police officers, which is what like that's yeah. the only choice that you have for for the hero side is yeah. for grunts is police officers. Um, they all felt kind of underpowered compared to yeah. So the villain side, the the villain characters, they don't get new cards because you use the same um, the river, the same little playing field that you do for. The villains in both versus and scenario mode, but the heroes, you're now playing with uh, uh, the the same kind of little river thing of little tiny tiles instead of the big hero cards. So they have to give you different versions of your right. characters to kind of balance them for that that versus mode where you have other support characters. But yeah, I I I, I didn't play the heroes, but uh, yeah, it it seemed a little imbalanced. My guys did feel pretty tough. Yeah. I mean, I was also rolling pretty terribly for the entire True, you, day. <laughs> you did roll real bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had a couple like good rolls, but other than that, yeah, just wasn't wasn't hitting hitting hard. So it just felt the the game itself just kind of felt unbalanced. And we played two different modes. We played the one mode where we were both just hitting Slug each other. Fest, yeah. And then we played the second mode, which was I was supposed to find bombs and disarm them yeah that one and felt you had to arm them that and one I felt never, i mean insurmountable on you i end. never found i got to one of the bombs but i didn't have a chance to like disarm it yeah that that felt well because you were setting up we were setting it up and you said hey let's not do the bombs let's just fight each other like we did last time and i go well hold on you know they probably accounted for the bombs in how they set up the miniatures on the board because again you don't get to place them on the board it tells you where to put each each model Right. Um, and I was like, they probably accounted for that. I don't want to imbalance it in some way by removing the objective and screw one of us over because we're trying to get a feel for, you know, what does this fix? What does it not fix? What new problems does it introduce? And then you were like, okay, so we set the bombs up. And I mean, I, I don't know how you were supposed to win that scenario. And I didn't do much of anything. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of sat there. You were I, there like, were, I guess there, I'll... There were a couple turns where I really did just sit there. And I remember talking to you being like, man, I'm playing Bane. And I feel like in my heart, I want to be Bane. I want to get all juiced. And I want to come over there and just start beating on guys. Right. Um, but it didn't make sense strategically within the game. Because the longer you wait, the more um, activations for your models that you accrue. So I was like, well, I'll just sit here. And then when you did show up, I just moved my big guys to block the path to where you needed to be. And then... You, that was it. It was game over. I just waited till I won. Yeah, I had nowhere to go. Just then, waited till Bane blew himself up. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of like the the weird thing is that Batman is, you know, I understand like you were in that scenario, you were playing Bane in Clayface. Right. Um, and in, in Clayface's instance, of course, Batman's not going to be like as big or as strong as Clayface. Yeah. But there's not a hero that is yeah on the hero side like there's nobody on the hero side that's that's a big dude yeah and and i was picking big guys because that's what i like to play in games i just like playing the big giant monster guys <laughs> and so that's who i was picking yeah. and it was just I, I mean uh um both those scenarios felt pretty not to be fair in the first scenario i got some i got some lucky rolls and i happened to just like punch batman right into space yeah, you know you, you annihilated <laughs> the first game but the second game I, I was having a harder time eliminating your 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 models from the board 
but also just by virtue of it being tougher to eliminate for both of us, I was able to block you out from your objective entirely. Yeah. Just by wasting your time effectively. Kind of off topic. Uh, Justin did want to play man bad, but the <laughs> figure for man bad is, was huge and Extremely also like, fragile. fragile. I, I went to take I it out just... and it wobbled so bad that I was like, never mind. I don't want, I think these are very expensive irreplaceable yeah. models I, you can't just go buy another one i'm not playing this thing i'm gonna fucking bump it with my drink and smash it well i was just thinking about it i don't even know how that fits like on the map with other characters i don't know it's huge with the huge I, I, wings yeah. so that would have been weird i it, it just seemed like we were playing we were like halfway through the second scenario mm-hmm. and i was like i just rather play normal scenario mode yeah scenario mode like i would rather be one person controlling three heroes than be controlling this board well the way the rules are built we all i mean even in versus mode you're still playing a scenario the hero just gets little minions to control like the the enemy player does and i don't know what what problem that fixes in the game you know what i mean like i don't i do because and you're right. You, you when you said earlier we could have just gone back and forth placing models and then slugged it out. Um, you're correct. We could have done that. And maybe if you own this game and you're looking for a versus mode that makes sense, then that's what you want to do. But the versus mode, as they wrote it, just doesn't. It doesn't fix any problems. Yeah. And also, playing that versus mode revealed problems to me that I didn't realize were inherent in the game. Um. We ran into adjacency problems. So in one one of the maps we ran into adjacency problems. Yeah. The the worst map. The one that I do not like playing. Now, had I played um, Clayface, who's a huge character in the original map, we may have run into adjacency issues there as well. He I mean, he's humongous. Maybe. In oh, Conan I was about the line of sight issues also. Oh, that too. That. In Conan, adjacency rules are in this is off memory, so if I'm wrong, sorry. Um, in Conan, if a space is too full for you to put your model in, so each space you can only fit so many models, then you're allowed to attack from the adjacent space. Yeah. That's not a rule in this. It's never stated anywhere. And then we were having line of sight issues where there was a spot. So in, in the original review for this game, I praised the line of sight on the board. So each spot had letters and those letters would indicate line of sight to other spots so if you were like does this spot have line of sight here oh they both have the letter b on them that means they both have line of sight to one another that i thought that was a stroke of genius i thought how fantastic to remove line of sight concerns like that entirely from a miniatures game and then we were playing and you were like well i don't understand i'm literally right next to you but i don't have line of sight why is that and and then you deduced correctly you said well they're right next to each other so obviously they have line of sight and i said well hold on these other spots over here are right next to each other and so they obviously have line of sight but it's still indicated by the letters so why would they indicate here but not indicate over there and you looked it up and the line of sight rules state if there's a letter indicating line of sight you have line of sight or or if you can draw a direct line from point to point without hitting anything on the board which the entire point of the letter-based line of sight system is to circumvent frustrating and dated line of sight rulings. And I don't understand it. it, 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 I, it like what? Why? Why would you do that? Yeah. I don't know. Um, 
And that's the that was kind of the and that's that map. All the other maps I've not had that issue with with line of sight. Yeah, it's only the the train yard subway like or whatever under, underground yeah. subway. Yeah, um, that's the only map that we've had an issue with, and that's the only map that I've also like playing with someone else doing regular mode where yeah. I just just trounced them like it was it was <laughs> yeah. bad like it was yeah. real bad. Um, I don't know. Uh, versus mode, probably not something that I would do again. No, I feel like if we were just, all right, let's take turns, play some models, and then fight it out like an actual miniatures game, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe that's my problem. I went into this thinking like, oh, they're going to do it like an actual miniatures game. And they they didn't. They, they were like, no, 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 it's more of the exact same, just slightly tweaked and fixes nothing and possibly has some major balance issues um in in our testing uh i mean your guys just felt tremendously weak you know i mean um, maybe if you were like playing the joker or scarecrow or something like that but even then i mean theoretically it shouldn't matter which villain i'm playing unless they were to introduce now what would make sense to me is if they said all right here, here's our point system you know bane is worth 50 points and the joker's worth 30 points you know yeah that that would that would give them more granular balancing opportunities over just this system of like, all right, you get a big main character and then a medium character and then a small character. And it's like, well. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to do that. It kind of feels like they basically stopped help, stopped doing anything with the versus mode. Yeah, it feels tacked on. I, I would say like, if you already have the game, uh, um, don't, don't play the scenarios. Just place miniatures, have fun with it, uh, and recognize that there are definitely some balance issues but I would not seek out this game for its versus mode. I would just say not just play scenario mode because scenario mode is already versus. It's already yeah. the hero players versus the enemy player. It's already a versus game. I don't understand <laughs> what it would, what, what, what doesn't even make sense. It's like, oh, no, yeah. we're releasing chess versus mode. Like it's already a versus game. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that's enough Batman talk we've got. <laughs> kind of run that into the ground uh i think we want to talk about the standout hit of our oh man of our board game day which was you picked up star realms while we were at the game shop yes it has been quite a long time since we just on a whim picked up a game on board game day played it and really connected with it i feel like it's been a real long time um the last one i can remember doing it with was um tiny epic kingdoms i feel like we picked that up and clicked with it but even then i don't think yeah. we clicked with it as much as we did with star realms yeah tiny kingdoms was fun i still want to play it a, like i still right yeah think about it but yeah star realms I still was think just, about it at night I still think about, <laughs> still think about tiny epic kingdoms can't stop <laughs> um star realms was it, it just was quick and fun like yeah so i think some some background on star realms this is a uh 2014 game put out by wise wizard games previously known as white wizard games uh, they changed their name to wise wizard games which is why you might see those interchangeably used um uh it is made by um two two uh previously professional magic gathering players uh rob doherty and darwin castle uh and i believe castle made uh ascension which is another deck building game oh really 
Yeah. And so I had seen this around and I'd seen this company around and I like card games and I like spaceships. So I was like, well, I, let's pick this up and, and see how it is. I didn't realize it was a deck builder, even though it literally says Star Realms deck, and then underneath the logo, a deck builder game. Yeah, I saw that immediately. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> like in my head, I was like, oh, cool, a deck builder game. I like those. We should give some background. I've never traditionally uh, loved deck builders and I feel like you're pretty a pretty staunch deck builder fan and advocate. Um, I mean, I like I've played Ascension. I like Ascension. I've played DC Deck Builder. Um, I'm not a huge. I'm not really big into the the Marvel Deck Builder game. I've yeah. only played that once. Yeah. Um, but I like them. Yeah. My my disconnect with deck builders has always been, um, not I I I don't even want to say most of them, but a lot of them lack direct interaction with one another in it's the all form. about buying building your deck and getting <sighs> right power like right it's your power it's your points it's whatever value you're trying to raise up um and and so i've always kind of disconnected because to me card games are games where you fight one another i grew up with magic the gathering and pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and uh uh what was that fucking weird one? Oh, what was it called oh i forgot it um Anyway, Magi Nation. I played that too. Nope. I had no the idea. I had Star Trek card game, Dragon Ball Z card game, and in every one of these card games, every one of these trading card games, you fight each other. You're fighting in some way. Netrunner, you're fighting. You're fighting in these games. And so right. when it comes to deck builders, I just for whatever reason can never process that I'm not supposed to be fighting you. I'm supposed to be just improving my deck. Um and so it's it's been one of those things where uh you know i feel like you keep trying to like get me to touch base with dc deck builder and i'll play it and i'm like yeah it was okay i i i, I still kind of don't quite <laughs> it's it's right. like my brain keeps going to this autopilot mode i'm like okay i'm gonna get all the stuff and i'm gonna attack him and then it's like oh the game's over how many points do you have and i'm like oh uh <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah um star realms you do directly attack one another it's it's straight up like it is a deck builder every turn you play your whole hand you discard your whole hand you draw your whole hand uh and and it you start off with just basic cards um and and you can buy some more basic cards they're all spaceships and bases in in the base game we have the colony wars expansion which is a standalone um, and you lay out a what's called a trade row, which is where you buy cards out of, right? And so you play cards yeah. to gain money or to gain attack points that you can use to attack the other person's bases, which stay between turns, or their uh, what they call authority, which is really their health total. Yeah. And it's as far as deck builders go, it's a pretty simple idea. Yeah, I was kind of surprised at how easy it was to pick up also, besides the terrible kind of rules that, that were there. <laughs> yeah, the rules the rules don't really explain and I mean thankfully you were there and you know deck builders, but I don't I, I don't immediately process deck builders as we've discussed. So I'm reading the rules and I I like cannot figure it out and you're like, Well, it's a deck builder. So you play your whole hand, you get that many points, and then you can use it to buy an attack, and I was like, Oh. Um Yeah. I do really like, because uh, um, it, it really is, I mean, you could teach the game to someone in, I don't know, a minute, minute and a half, maybe yeah, two it's minutes. Not, it's not hard. Um, 
but it, it does have um, kind of suits. So it's got four different colors. Uh, you got the Trade gen, uh, Federation, the Blobs, the the Star Empire, and then Red. I forget what Red Red is like. Red was the me- mechanical. Mechanical. So they're robots, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you have these suits, and individual cards will have um, suit-based powers. So if you play this card cool it does this thing but if you play it and you either have a red base that matches it or you play another red card that turn it gets boosted right it gets extra powers um so there's this incentive to kind of uh you know pick specific colors for your deck when you're building it um which really tickles that magic the gathering part of my brain um you know uh, uh which which i like a lot yeah um I, it's hard to really talk about it anymore just because you've, you've kind <laughs> of described the entirety of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, will say, uh, um, it, as simple as it is, uh, there, there are some complications. Like some bases uh, uh, have kind of a defender mode where you have to attack them first. Like there, it's, it's, it's just enough of that sort of TCG kind of gameplay to make yeah. it something really fun and strategic and attractive to me. And then I think also just enough of a pure deck builder that that you know you also really enjoyed it right i mean there's enough complexity to it where i mean i'm kind of like apprehensive about adding more to it because i don't yeah. really know how it would work yeah so <laughs> there there are a lot of expansions to the game um because of course we played this one thing uh we played colony wars which very fun uh it comes with the 80 card trade deck you know in in and it's 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 a good time i mean we paid 15 bucks i think it's 12 dollars on amazon if you don't have a local game store to pick it up at and it's just it was just a really good time now playing it we put in i mean i don't know four or five games i think we did five or six yeah yeah and it and it was just just a blast and then by the end of it we were starting to sort of form strategies that we liked um and it was pretty natural to pick up on a lot of the strategies there are lots and lots of expansions and it is taking all of my willpower because as much as i like playing card games what i really like money on what i really like is buying card games yes this that's my real that's my real bread and butter as my giant collection of uh barely touched lord of the rings card game uh boxes uh will will attest um yeah. There, there are a few different. So you have Colony Wars, which is basically uh, just a newer version of the base Star Realms game. Uh, then you have Frontiers, uh, which is is so Frontiers, Colony Wars, and then just vanilla Star Realms. Those are what you got to get one of those three. That that's your your starting thing. Um, everything else expands upon those. Yep. Uh, and they break it up into. Uh, uh, basically non-random booster packs and they add all kinds of stuff and I'm kind of with you where like I do want to add some complexity to the game but I'm a little trepidatious about adding too much complexity at once like I don't I don't know that I want it to turn into like a full TCG overnight right but I also think I want like just a little bit more, a little bit more crunchiness, you know, because I feel like we played however many games we played and we were already sort of like figuring out like like where to go with things, you know, which isn't right. to say that, that the strategy in the game is limited, but just that the lines of play seemed increasingly obvious, you know, yeah. and I think there's that there's that line you want to walk with games like this where you're like, I want it complicated enough to be just a little bit unknowable. 
but also simple enough that it doesn't turn into this extravagant thing where it's like, you know, uh, uh, too hard to, to quantify any portion of it. Yeah, which I feel like it would if we added all of the expansions. <laughs> if we did it all at once, I think. Um, they do add different stuff. Um, uh, some of them add heroes. They add event cards. I'm really interested in event cards because my, my disconnect with a lot of TCGs is what I really... You know, there are a lot of things I love about Magic the Gathering, which is in an inherently flawed game, and I'll be the first person to admit it. I could talk all days about <laughs> the problems in, in Magic's, uh, right. you know, uh, very long-running design. Um, but I, um, what I really like in Magic that is hard to find in other card games is um, uh, uh, interaction on the other player's turn. I like that feeling in Magic... Uh, whenever a player plays something and you get to go, oh, hold on a minute. And then yeah. you get to re react to them, uh, you know, whenever it's not your turn. Um, and I think if there was one thing that I could add to the game, it would be it would be that it would be that 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 interaction outside of your turn. Yeah. Kind of like um, instances in magic. Yeah, instance uh, 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 or trap cards from Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever you want to call it, you know. Yeah. Um, just some sort of interaction where on your turn I can interrupt because what that does for me um, at a like a design level is it makes me pay attention to your turn. And one thing that I find myself doing in deck builders is I'm not I don't give a shit what you're doing. I don't yeah. have to look at you. It doesn't matter. Whatever's in the trade row is in the trade row. It does. Who cares? Um, and so I have to constantly uh, be looking at my own hand. And then when you play, I don't even look at what you're doing. I'm just like, okay, what's in there now? All right, I've got this. And so it makes my turns feel explosive. But then on your turns, I'm just waiting for my turn again, you know. Uh, right. um, but with some level of interaction, it makes me care about what you're doing because I have these these lines of play that I'm looking for hooks to to fit into your turn, and and that that brings me a lot of a lot of pleasure. Uh, which which to go back to Keyforge was a problem I had in Keyforge. Now, granted, I played it when it first came out, so for all I know, they've added this. I don't know, but it also lacked that that off turn interaction where yeah. where when it was the other person's turn you just kind of sit there and you're like okay is your turn over now all right it's my turn now yeah um so so i i do i, I do also understand that for a lot of people that's the thing they hate about magic and and card games like it is they're like well it's my turn and i want to do something you're like no you don't <laughs> no okay well can i play the game now no not gonna let you <laughs> You know, but I do think you can add a little bit of that off-turn interaction without necessarily creating things like control deck archetypes that do nothing but control what other players are and aren't allowed to do. You know, these permission decks where it's like, may I? <laughs> you know. Right. Um, and I, I'm still trying to uh, sort of explore the realm, the star realms uh, of uh, expansions and figure out like what, what adds stuff that I want and what is just like, here's more ships and more bases. Cause I'm kind of yeah. good on ships and bases. I want the, the event cards that come out and when they enter the trade row, stuff happens, you know, bases are destroyed cause it's a black hole or whatever. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that is one interaction that I would like to have. I want to get some of the event card decks because they, they do, they disrupt things, you know, and it's it's kind of that indirect disruption um, where, no, it's not your turn, but you're being interacted with by the deck, not necessarily by the other player. And that might just be how they 
how they go about that i don't i don't know yeah i don't know either i i do think we should mention we haven't played it but there is a fantasy version called hero realms well now they have two games do they (laughs) they have um hero realms to my knowledge um and i'm i'm trying to desperately click around on wikipedia to find this out um hero realms is a deck builder so it's basically like okay uh um I don't want to say exactly because we haven't played it, but it's it's very much like, all right, uh, Star Realms, but it's fantasy. Yeah. Right. Um, and even in the Wikipedia, it says similar to Star Realms and Ascension and Dominion. Wise Wizard Games also has a game uh, called Epic, which is is a kind of a more TCG style deck builder sort of affair. OK. Um, and and honestly i'm interested in hero realms but i've already got that in star realms um i'm more interested in uh uh epic which is it's a draft and sealed deck card game so from what i understand it's sort of key forge-esque in that you pick up a deck and you just open it and play with it okay rather than needing to uh, uh collect random cards or anything like that they also have another game called sorcerer which is some kind of strategy, two to four player strategy card game, and another one called Robot Quest Arena, which is a deck building game about fighting cute, cute little like chibi looking robots. <laughs> so if nothing else, <laughs> Star Realms has me one desperately trying not to just buy literally everything for it, right? Um, because this is the thing: people like me are always like, "Well, if you don't like." having to buy random packs all the time, just play one of these card games that has a set card pool so that you can just buy what you want. And then, of course, my next thought is, which is all of it? You want all of it, right? Right. Don't you want all of it? Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, At least all of it is only $150. True. $150 as far as I know. Now, they have a Kickstarter for uh, um, Star Realms Nova, which is currently was supposed to come out last November. It was kickstarted early 2020 and then did not come out in November 2020. And it's currently languishing away in the factories. They're, they're dealing with a lot of the same issues that so much of the industry is dealing with. Right. Um, but it has me really interested in the other card games of Wise Wizard games. I, I think I want to try Epic just because I worry that Hero Realms would be a little too much like Star Realms. You know? Or I could get Hero Realms, and then you don't have to have two games that are like each other. That's true. Uh, And we all know that under no circumstances will I ever own two games that are similar. That's true. It's my my personal rule. Um, So I don't know. I am interested in Epic. I would like to pick up a couple of those decks. Um, And I'm definitely interested in in some of these Star Realms expansions. And I would say, because sometimes I feel like, we talked about it before on the show. I feel like board gaming sort of is always forging ahead, right? Right. And always looking for the next thing. What's the new game coming out? And sometimes we forget about these really, really solid older designs that are still out there, that are still readily available. You're not having to fight anyone on Kickstarter for them. They're not out of stock. They're not like, you know, critically understocked everywhere. It's just a really good, really cheap, deck building card game that you could pick up like i'd play this with like my mom or something you know yeah. it's it's that easy and simple but also seems to have enough expansions to support insane people like us that yeah. that are like no 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 we like it but we wish it was more complicated because that's a normal statement to have 
you know, I had a really fun time doing that. I just wish it hurt my brain more. I wish I was in more mental (laughs) anguish from this. (laughs) Could you maybe make it significantly more complex, please? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, just as just as a fifteen dollar box of cards, I highly highly recommend Star Realms. Like a yeah, lot. I would, I would say to kind of wrap up a little bit, like it's fast paced. It's I mean, I was surprised at how fast some of the, some of our games went. They oh yeah, went, they were like, quick, and yeah, and it felt quick. it felt like, um, and this is just that kind of deck builder formula. The turns always felt really explosive. Yeah. You know, uh, I feel like it, 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 because it's a deck builder, it has that very steady curve of like, all right, first couple rounds, everyone's just slamming down like, all right, I've got these five little baby ships and I'm just going to get five coins and buy some stuff. Um, and it's those kind of, you know, early trepidatious rounds where you're seeing what your opponent is doing, or in my case, ignoring them completely because they can't (laughs) affect your turn, which is probably bad strategy in the first place. Um, and then it, it ramps into just really massive turns by the end of it, which I, I, I really liked a lot yeah me too yeah. um cool well you can as justin said you can get this at your local game shop hopefully or on amazon it's still pretty cheap yeah amazon has it for like 12 dollars. your local game shop probably charges msrp but it's probably two or three dollars more so you know support them if you can yeah and then otherwise you can get the 150 dollars get everything all at once if you want I, oh god i want it so bad i don't have 150 dollars, but if i did first thing i'd buy i'd buy that i would spend 70 bucks on sleeves i'd sleeve the whole thing put it in the box and then it would sit there for an entire month until i saw you again yeah <laughs> and then i'm just like no nah, i don't want to play that yeah i don't like that <laughs> <laughs> uh well cool do you have anything else to say about it no um i i think it's 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 like it's sometimes it feels silly um we we spend all this money and time on these massive board games and then we're here like hey do you got 12 bucks and like spaceships do this <laughs> um but it's just it's just an easy recommend super easy yeah, it's a, it's an easy easy recommendation for sure all right well everybody go check us out on facebook at facebook.com board game barbarians you can find us on instagram at board game barbarians uh we do have a discord link that you can click on if you want to come join and, and talk with us um, and then, of course, rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps out a lot. Yes. Um, but, Justin. What? Remember what's best in life. Uh, board games. Board games. Sorry. Okay, bye. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>